Hey everybody, it's Danny. I want to say thank you for tuning in to the Heartway Podcast. And I want to give a special thanks to those of you who are tuning in from really all over the world. We're so grateful that you are a part of our community and that you listen in on an ongoing basis. If you've been encouraged by what you've heard, I want to ask you to share this with a friend. You never know the impact that one of these messages can have in another person's life. And if you yourself have been impacted and you'd like to continue to partner with us to keep this work going, Check us out at heartwaychurch.com slash give. Every dollar that you give goes a really long way towards helping us do what it is that we do. Well, we love you. Really hope you enjoy the podcast. Good morning, beautiful people. I always love sharing in this time with each and every one of you. Our, this is our moment of centering prayer, if this is your first time. So how many of us in here have ever tried to be good at something? So if you've ever tried to be good at something, you would know that it takes dedication, time, practice. And we don't just get good at something overnight. It's like going to the gym. We don't just get fit overnight. We don't just reach our goals overnight. They take time, consistency, patience, and practice. So the same is true with our meditation practice. We don't just become monks overnight. We don't just become Zen overnight. It is a journey of practice, cultivating stillness, and practicing this practice every day. Our lives don't just change overnight. They change with time and consistency. So as I was thinking about this meditation practice, I began thinking that the way we practice makes such a difference. If we practice this practice with judgment every time, with frustration every time, we're gonna develop a practice of frustration and judgment. And then that's how we're gonna live our lives. So in today's meditation, I want us to know that what you practice grows stronger. So I want us to cultivate love and practice our practice with no judgment and just simply love. So I want us to cultivate love and push judgment to the side. I want you to be compassionate and kind to yourself whenever your mind is all over the place. So I wanna ask that we all get into a comfortable position and I'm gonna ask that we all close our eyes Before we begin, I want us to practice this self-love. And by practicing this self-love, I'm gonna ask that we all put our left hand to our hearts. I want you to breathe in a deep breath. With your hands still on your hearts, practice some self-love by saying good morning to yourself. Maybe state your name and then say, I love you. I want you to observe how you feel practicing this act of love. You can go ahead and release your hand. And we're gonna take in three deep breaths together. We're gonna go ahead and inhale. 
And we're gonna go ahead and exhale. As you take these deep breaths, I'm gonna ask that you breathe from your belly. Go ahead and exhale. We're gonna go ahead and inhale. And go ahead and exhale. Release any tension that you are holding. Be mindful of the tension that you're holding in your face. Release any tension in your jaw. Release any tension in your shoulders, in your arms. Are you fidgeting? Let it all go and be still in this moment. awareness to your breath and be here in this moment. If and when thoughts arise, I want you to use this moment to be gentle and kind to yourself. You are human. Do not judge the thoughts. Observe them and allow them to be. Allow yourself to be in this moment. This moment I want to remind you that you are enough there's nothing that you can say or do to not ever be enough for God's love the thought that you aren't enough is simply a thought become aware of the thoughts in this moment cultivate love and peace because that is your truest nature
as we continue to breathe, I want you to remind yourself that you are a gift to this world. Your breath is a reminder that you have life. This is your gift from God. Immerse yourself in this moment, releasing all negative emotions, releasing judgment, releasing fear, releasing anxiety. What thoughts are you telling yourself about yourself? Are they kind? Are they loving? Are they gentle? of stillness allow us to become aware of ourselves. Stop thinking about the next moment. Be here right now. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know. Be still. already yours. Nobody can take it away from you.
cultivate love. Whenever you're ready, we're gonna take three deep breaths together to end. We're gonna go ahead and inhale together. And we're gonna exhale. We're gonna inhale. this last breath pay attention to how you are feeling we're gonna go ahead and inhale and we're gonna exhale and whenever you're ready go ahead and bring awareness back to your body and gently open your eyes Thank you guys. I love you all. Know that this peace is available to you at all times. The more we can practice in these moments of stillness, this will become this meditation will become our lives and that is the goal. I love you all. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. All right. Good morning. Good morning, Heartway family. How we feeling? Happy Sunday. So good to see each and every one of you. A big thank you to our incredible worship team. They always kill it week in, week out. So grateful for you guys. If it's your first time, welcome. You're in a very special place. Heartway, we call it a home for your heart, and we call it that for a reason, because we want you to know that you are loved and that you matter and that regardless of what you believe, you belong here. You don't have to believe anything before you belong in this community. You belong first. And then whatever happens to your beliefs after you hang around with us, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very different what we do here. I, I'm, I'm not trying to instill a certain belief system in you. If anything, I'm trying to get you to let go of your attachments to beliefs so that you can fall in love. And love goes way beyond beliefs, which is why when you love somebody, even if they believe something radically different than you do, or if they believe certain things about you that you may not agree with, you can still be connected to that person. You can still be connected to that human being because love goes beyond beliefs. And that takes me into what I want to share with you this morning, which I know this may be a little radical for some of us. It may be a little new, but it's like Jesus oftentimes said when he introduced new teachings to people, he said, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. And so however this lands will be however it lands. But if you don't necessarily understand it at first, I just want you to maintain an attitude of openness and receptivity. I want to talk to you today about becoming nobody. Everybody in the world wants to be somebody. But what the world truly needs are people who are happy being nobody. Now... <laughs> None of us wake up in the morning with this desire to be nobody. 
right? Like, yes, I'm going to wake up today and just be nobody. No, that actually sounds really depressing and sad for a lot of us. We want to be somebody because we think being somebody is what's going to give us access to things like approval, appreciation, love, acceptance, meaning, purpose, happiness. I mean, if nobody cares about me or what I do, then do I have any worth? Does my work have any value? Does any of this stuff even matter? Underlying all of this, of course, is this belief that worth and value is something that is attributed to us from the outside. And so we spend all of our time and energy and focus and devotion seeking and pursuing after validation. Proving ourselves to others, proving ourselves to our family and our friends, proving ourselves to society, always feeling the need to compete with others so that we can stand out above the crowd, so that we can be noticed. The mentality is I have to accomplish, I have to achieve, I have to gain, I have to accumulate, I have to get more. And I have to do all of these things so that I can get something that I believe I will be incomplete without. The admiration, the respect, the esteem of other people. All of this stems from our fear of being nobodies. We start getting into this cycle of chasing after the wind pursuing fulfillment in places where we can ultimately never find it. But what if, just for a moment, we can entertain the idea of being a nobody as something that is actually good? What if you could be okay being no one, nothing? What if you could come to terms with being no one special, no one important. What would happen to your life? How would like life look different? Well, for starters, you wouldn't have anybody you needed to please. You wouldn't have any sort of reputation that you need to keep up with. You wouldn't have anything that you need to prove to anybody. You wouldn't feel the need to have to compete with anybody. You would have nothing to gain. You would have nothing to lose, and you would find total and complete freedom to be exactly who you are. And isn't that ultimately what all of us are looking for? Trying to be a somebody is kind of like wearing an outfit that doesn't quite fit. It's like wearing clothes that looks really good, but is a little too tight. You wear it because it looks awesome. You love the appearance that it gives off. But underneath, you're struggling. Underneath, it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> Our boy Ryan Howard can tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't here today, so I can make jokes at him. <laughs> Somebody send him this clip, though. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. You guys are laughing too hard at that. That's messed up. You guys are wrong, dude. You guys are bad. You guys are bad, okay? But it's, that, that's how it is. When we spend all of our time and energy and effort 
pursuing after what the world defines as a, dude, we just made fun of you so bad right now, bro. <laughs> and he's coming in in a scooter. This is awesome. Oh, you missed it, bro. I was making fun of you hardcore, bro. Wow. Love you, man. Much love for the mental muscle coach. Anyhow, when, when we give our lives to the pursuit of what the world calls success, right? We, we get the high profile job and we got all the nice stuff and we get all the college degrees and we get the status and the stature and the influence. Most of the time we do that as a way of reinforcing our own egoic identity as somebody who is special and important. But what if you didn't have all of that stuff? What would happen to you? Who would you be? See, society tells you that this whole thing is all about climbing. But the path of spirituality is not about climbing, it's about descending. The world tells you you've constantly gotta add more to who you are. Christ tells you you've gotta let go of who you think you are to discover who you truly are in God. You've got to be willing to lose your life. Become nobody. That is, of course, only if you want to discover what life truly is. Becoming nobody is about exchanging appearances for authenticity. It's about trading in self-importance for self-forgetfulness. And doing this requires a willingness on our end to let go of everything that we currently think is necessary to give our lives worth and value. So that now you're not seeking validation in your career, in your relationships, in your influence, in the income that you have. But instead, you surrender so completely to God that you forget yourself in the process. It is a dying to self. So there is no more you that needs any approval or validation anymore. You have transcended the notion of a separate self and you live out of your union with God. You live out of a unitive consciousness, one with the whole. There's a beautiful Taoist proverb that says, it is the emptiness of a bowl that makes it useful. It is the emptiness of a bowl that makes it useful. And you may be thinking, well, Danny, if I'm empty, if I'm nothing, if I'm no one special or important, what would be my motivation to live? I mean, if I'm not, if I'm not chasing after something, what would be the point? Well, I can't answer that question for you. But for me, the point is love. The point is joy. And we do not need anything outside of ourselves or outside of this moment in order to tap into that. It is available to us now and now and now. In every now, this love and this peace and this joy that is poured out into our hearts by God's spirit is available to us. It's crazy that we think we need to have a purpose to live as if living itself wasn't enough of a reason. Existence is the miracle. The breath in your lungs, that heartbeat in your chest, that is the miracle. That's the whole thing. 
And yet we run around so frantically and anxiously, constantly busying ourselves as if it was necessary to become something other than what we already are. As if it was a requirement for us to chase something outside of ourselves to experience fulfillment and happiness in life. Nothing else is needed but God. But to arrive at God requires surrender. And surrender means everything. Letting go of everything that you hold on to and possess and make a part of your identity. Now, does this mean if you want to be spiritual, you got to just sit quietly, meditate, levitate all day doing nothing? No. <laughs> That's not what this means. By all means, live out your dreams. By all means, fulfill your God-given calling. Do it and do it totally with abandon. The point is, don't confuse yourself with your roles. Don't limit yourself to your persona. Don't create an identity around your gifting as if that was really who you are. When you begin to attach an identity to your doing, that's when you start getting into trouble. That's when you start creating this grand illusion of your own self-importance. And the moment somebody else does not see you as this important figure that you have determined yourself to be, uh-oh, now there's trouble. Now you get insecure. Now you have to reinforce your identity to other people. And now there's separation. And now you've lost the plot. And now you're no longer balanced. The word for becoming nobody is simply humility. That's all I'm talking about today. Humility. Coming to this recognition that you are a mortal. That you are here one moment and gone the next. That we come from the dust and from the dust we will return. And so, sure, you may have a lot of stuff. You may have a lot of influence. You may be known by many people. You may have an incredible career. But in your heart of hearts, when you have embraced humility, in your heart of hearts, you see yourself as nothing but a servant of God. That's it. And so you cling to nothing in this world. If you didn't have the money, if you didn't have the success, if you didn't have the influence, if you didn't have the followers, who would you be? And if that thought is scary to you, all that means is that you are confused about who you are. Because if your identity is not rooted in that which is transient and fluctuating and changeable, then whether you had a lot or whether you had a little, whether you were known or whether you were unknown, you would be totally complete as you are that's freedom look at this passage of scripture in the book of romans romans chapter what chapter is it 12 i forget is it on the slides dan romans chapter it's not there oh you got it oh perfect <laughs> through the grace which was given to me i have this to say to each one of you don't think of yourselves more highly than you ought to think. Rather, think soberly in line with faith. 
Another way to convey this message is don't take yourself too seriously. Don't take yourself too seriously. If you really want to experience joy in your life, learn how to laugh at yourself. I promise you, you will never run out of material. <laughs> never. There was such a shift that happened for me internally when I stopped trying to kill the ego and I, instead I began to befriend it. When I started to seek to understand the way that the mind works, if you just observe yourself for a little while from a place of neutrality and acceptance and awareness without any judgment, if you just pay attention to this constant conversation that's going on in your head, you can't help but start laughing at that incessant little voice that always thinks it's right and that always tries to tell other people how they should live and that always thinks it has all of the solutions to our world's problem and that's always judging and criticizing and taking sides. And the real laughable thing is when you come to recognize that most of your thoughts aren't even your thoughts. All this time, you've been thinking other people's thoughts and calling them your own. Because there are no new thoughts. We just recycle them amongst ourselves over and over and over again. And so when you wake up to this, you can't help but loosen your grip on the mental constructs that you've been holding on to. Because you come to understand the limitation of conceptual thinking. There's only so much you can know intellectually. You think you know, but you really don't know. But you think you know, and that's where the problem lies. When you recognize how limited your conceptual thinking is, you don't hold on to concepts anymore, not even your concept of self. I love this quote from the Stoic philosopher Marcus Aurelius. He said, you always own the option of having no opinion. You know this, right? No, we don't know this. <laughs> we don't know this. But you always own the option of having no opinion. I want you to start paying attention to yourself. If you're in conversations with others and you have this deep urge, I mean, you can't help but just blurt out your opinion, okay? That means you probably think your opinion matters much more than it actually does. And it also probably means that you think your opinion is truth, and it isn't. There's one Zen saying that says, don't worry about searching for truth. Just stop cherishing your opinions. Then you will find the truth. <laughs> don't worry about searching for truth. Just stop holding on so tightly to your opinions. Then maybe you'll be able to start seeing a little more clearly. So if you're going to aspire to anything in life, let it be this, 1 Thessalonians. And this is a verse that I bring up so often here at Heartway, my goodness. But it's, it's so good. <laughs> aspire to live a quiet life, minding your own business and doing your own work. What a thought. <laughs> what a thought. I mean, honestly, though, if we were to do this, this is probably the most revolutionary act we can make in our world today. 
in a world where there's so much spewing of opinion, so much arguing over stuff that ultimately doesn't really matter, so much not listening to one another. To do this, to choose this, that's a revolution in and of itself. Something I love about the scriptures is that there are many different names that are attributed to God. Some scholars have counted upwards of like a hundred different names and titles that are given to God. And this is just in the Hebrew and Christian scriptures, let alone other cultures and traditions and societies and the names that they have given to the infinite. Just in scripture alone, we have that many different titles and names for God. There are also many different ways in the scriptures that God is said to manifest the divine self. God takes on many different forms in the way that God appears to us. And so even though this infinite, eternal God has many different names, many different titles, many different forms and manifestations... God cannot be confined to any single one of them, right? God is bigger than all of them. It could be said that God is equally all of them and none of them at the same time. In the same way, even though you and I have many roles that we take on in life, even though there are many different masks that we wear in life, when we wake up to our union with God, we realize that we cannot be limited or confined to any of these roles that we play or masks that we wear. Sure, we can have a lot of names and a lot of titles and a lot of different roles that we play, but that is not who we are. And to live in that recognition and realization changes the quality of your existence. It changes the way that you see yourself. It changes the way that you relate to other people because now life is not personal anymore. It's not personal anymore. You're not making all of this personal anymore. And that's where you find your freedom. If you take it personal when somebody disrespects you, that's probably because you think you're something you're not. You are not that role. You are not that degree. You are not that title. You are infinitely more. It's very easy for us to get lost in the surface of life, in the drama of life, and to neglect our deepest essence. The journey of self-discovery, the journey inward, the meditative journey is about going beyond names, beyond form, beyond titles to discover who we truly are. The stillness, the spaciousness, the abiding presence, that is who you are. And it takes a radical act of letting go, a radical act of faith and love to be able to stabilize yourself there and be unmoved by that which occurs around you in the world. So I want to wrap up with two quotes, one from a Sufi mystic by the name of Ansari of Herat. Beautiful words. Know that when you learn to lose yourself, you will reach the beloved. There is no other secret to be learned. And more than this, 
is not known to me. One more by the Christian mystic Meister Eckhart. If you want to reach the highest wisdom, refuse everything you know, abandon all you aspire to be, and seek the darkness of the lowest place of all. Become nothing, and there God will pour out the whole of himself, who is all, with all his strength, and you will see the light that you long for. Let's pray. God, this morning, we come humbly, recognizing our finitude, recognizing the limitations of our humanity. Help us to come to know ourselves as more than simply the roles that we play, the titles that we hold, the stuff that we have. So many of us are confused about who we are. The point of all of this isn't for us to simply go on adding more to our life, but to embrace a willingness to lose our lives so that we can find our life in you. As we become this empty bowl, we also become useful. You fill us with your power, with your love, with your spirit, with your compassion, so that it is no longer I who live, but now it is you that live in and through me. And so today, God, we ask you to rid us of ourselves. Help us to go beyond names, beyond forms, into the deep stillness of the heart. Establish us there that we may not find our identity in our doing, but in our being. To simply be rooted and grounded in you. To lose ourselves in love. That is it. That is what we long for. That is where you're taking us together. We don't have to make life so personal. Our life is your life. And it is you who is doing all things. May the blinders be lifted from us so that we can see you in everything and see everything in you. May we transcend the self that we think we are and become one with all life, become one with you. In your son's name we pray, amen. Amen. All right, everybody. Happy Sunday. Thank you again so much for being with us. We love you. We'll see you next week, 11 a.m. Bring a friend with you.